Greetings, Earthlings. What you're listening to and what I'm reviewing today is the Fifine K669D. This is a $37 XLR dynamic microphone. If you are interested in checking this out, there are affiliate links in the description down below. Using those links helps the channel and it doesn't cost you anything more. All of the recording settings will be listed in the doobly-doo and the lower third. And now let's talk about what comes in the box. What a surprise, you are going to get the microphone. It comes with the mount already installed. You'll get a desktop tripod stand and a tiny bit of documentation. Then as far as the build quality, the microphone feels pretty good. It has an all metal body as well as a metal grill with no give to it. The mount is made out of plastic, but the mount has 5 eighths and 3 eighths inch threading. On the rear of the mic, you have the XLR port. And if you care, this mic is made in China. I'm not going to read them to you, but up on the screen and in the description, I will have all of the specifications that I could find in case you want to read up on them. Now I am spinning around the K669 to 90 degrees to show you the off-axis rejection and coloration. Continuing around to 180 degrees, this is the rear of the mic. Continuing around to the second 90 degree angle, here we are, and then rotating and ending at the front of the microphone. Now let's see how well the microphone does at rejecting plosives by putting a couple P's and B's directly into the mic. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Now I am right on top of the microphone to exaggerate the proximity effect, and here is how it's sounding. Now I'm about three inches off with it pointed at the corner of my mouth, and here's how it sounds. Now I'm about one foot away from the K669, about two feet away from the microphone, and about four feet away from the Fifine K669D. Now I am typing on a keyboard with Gatoron blue switches to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And for the game and folk, now I'm typing on the sad W and spacebar keys. Now here is how the microphone sounds about three inches away from my mouth in a relatively well-treated room. And now here is how the microphone sounds approximately three inches away from my mouth in a completely untreated space. Next, I want to see how effective the microphone is at rejecting shocks. So I'll start by tapping on my desk to see if it can reject that. And then I will tap on the boom arm. Now I want to include a quick sample of how this mic performs on the provided desktop tripod. When I use this, the microphone ends up being about 9 inches away from my mouth. I have to increase my gain to about 100%. If I tap the desk when it is on this tripod, this is what you can expect. And if I type when it is on this tripod, this is what you can expect. Next, because I'm incredibly annoying, I am going to tap on the body of the microphone to see if there are any kind of resonant frequencies.
Now, like I always do, I'm going to do a quick spoken word comparison between the microphone that we're reviewing and a bunch of other similar microphones on the market so we can hear how it stacks up against the competition and you don't just listen to the microphone in a vacuum. Starting on the Fifine K669D, three inches off, gain set at four o'clock, and here's how it sounds. First up, I am on the Behringer XM8500, three inches off with my gain set at four o'clock. Make sure to check the lower third to see how much I boost each of these in post. This microphone goes for about $25, and that is how it sounds. Back on the 669D, and nothing has changed. Here's a palate cleanser. Let's do some more. Next, I am on the Mackie EM89D, still three inches off, gain still set at four o'clock. This microphone goes for about $50, and here is how it compares to the Fifine K669D. We have a whole bunch more to go, so I won't ramble. This is the 669, let's go to another mic. Next, I am on the Mayono PD100, the XLR version, three inches off, gain still set at four o'clock. This microphone goes for about $50, and here is how it sounds compared to the Fifine. All right, we're back on the K669D again. Here is how it sounds, exact same settings, exact same distance. What's the next mic? Next, I am on the Zoom ZDM1. I am still three inches away with my gain set at four o'clock. Make sure to check the lower third. This is another microphone that costs about $50, and here is how it compares to the 669D. We're about halfway through the comparison section. This is the Fifine K669D again. Let's go to another one. Next, I am on the Shure SM58, three inches off, gain still set at four o'clock. I'll likely have to boost this one a little bit more. This mic goes for about $100, and here is how this classic dynamic mic sounds compared to the Fifine K669D. We are now over the hump, but here is another palate cleanser on the K669D. Let's do some more. Next, I am on the Elgato Wave DX, three inches off, gain still set at four o'clock. This microphone goes for about $100, and here is how Elgato's offering sounds like compared to the Fifine offering. Let's go back and do a bunch more comparisons. Are you sick of hearing me say it? get used to it. This is the palate cleanser on the Fifine K669D. Let's go to another mic. Next, I am on the Audio-Technica AT2040. This is the XLR version. I am three inches off with my gain set at four o'clock. Just a reminder, check the lower third to see how much I boost each of these mics in post. This goes for about $100. And here is how it sounds compared to the Fifine. I forgot what we were doing for a second. We are getting very near to the end, but here is another palate cleanser. Let's hear another microphone. Next, I am on the XLR version of the Rode Pod mic. Say it with me. Three inches off, gain set at four o'clock. Check the lower third to see how much I boosted in post. This microphone goes for about $100, and here is how it compares to the Fifine K669D. Let's go back and do two more comparisons, I think. All right, we have two more comparisons to go, so this is your penultimate palate cleanser. Let's go to the second-to-last microphone. Next, I am on the Shure SM7B, three inches off. EQ switches in neutral mode. Gain set at four o'clock. Check the lower third. I will have to boost this a lot more. This microphone goes for about $400, and here is how it compares to the Fifine. Let's go back and do one last comparison. 
And this is your final palette cleanser on the Fifine K669D. Let's jump to the last microphone. And finally, we are on the Neumann, hello Neumann, U87AI. This is a multi-pattern studio condenser microphone, cardioid polar pattern, no pad, no filter, three inches off, gain set at 11 o'clock. This microphone goes for about $3,700. It is not a fair comparison. This thing just functions as a control from comparison to comparison. Let's go ahead and jump to the music test now. like a review of the Rodepod mic. So go lay your head to sleep cause you'll be getting it in one more week. At least I hope so. This is not legally binding. It's not a contractual obligation. So don't hold your breath. I am just trying my darndest. It's a hope, a wish, and a dream or whatever. So let's go to the conclusion. Cross your fingers. I think the microphone sounds better than it should given the price point, but I'm still not personally the biggest fan of it. And first up as far as pros, the microphone is incredibly affordable and accessible at around $37. That price point is just crazy. And secondly, although I appreciate microphone kits that come with everything that you need to start recording, simultaneously, I also appreciate microphones that keep the price a bit lower by omitting those accessories that many times are kind of subpar and junky. And then as far as cons, the microphone didn't do a great job at shock rejection. It also wasn't stellar at plosive rejection. I found the background noise rejection of the keyboard to be a bit lacking, although it did a decent job in the untreated space. And now what are my overall thoughts and opinions of the 669? As far as the overall sound, I think the low end is quite nice. It's not overpowering, it's not weak, but it offers a decent amount of support you are getting a clear midsection which isn't congested sounding and then you're getting quite a boosted treble region which offers a clear sound but I found it being a little bit sibilant. On the electric guitar, I think it's pretty nice in the lows and mids, and then you capture a bit of sizzle in the upper frequencies. On the acoustic guitar, the main thing here is you are capturing a lot of that top-end information. You are capturing a lot of the attack off of the strings. For singing vocals, I think it works quite nicely, especially if you're looking for that sound that has the big boost in the upper frequencies. And finally, for spoken word, you are getting a lot of treble information on this thing. I would argue a bit too much treble, but that is going to come down to personal preference. And if you get close to this thing, I think the proximity effect works extremely well because it is offset by that treble and upper frequency boost. 
And to wrap up, would I recommend the FiFine K669D? Kind of, but not really. This is the most affordable broadcast or podcast looking microphone that I have reviewed. And out of the sub $100 podcast broadcast looking microphones, I think it is my favorite sounding of them. But under $100, I preferred the sound of both of the handheld dynamics in the comparison, the XM8500 and the Mackie EM89D. So if I was personally shopping for a dynamic microphone sub $100, I would be going for one of those. That's why I'm saying I don't really recommend it. But at the same time, I have to admit that the sound of this microphone is pretty decent. The price of this thing is just insanely low. I don't want to know how it is so low. And if you enjoy that super bright dynamic sound, then I think it's a pretty decent deal. So I can't outright say no, I don't recommend it. So that is why I am saying kind of I recommend it. All right, that's all that I've got for you. If you found this video fun, interesting, or helpful, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. Hated it, big ol' thumbs down. I actually punched the camera that time. Thank you to the members. They support the channel at $5 or more. It helps me produce these videos and buy the gear that I cover. Thank you to them, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Whoa. Whoa. Boop.